You have great hopes, you have a great plan, you're excited about a new beginning, what the title is of today's shows. But then everything seems to fall apart. Alcohol, drugs, opiates, divorce, relationship issues. I know you know exactly what I'm talking about. So how do you start over and how do you have that new beginning? And this, does God still believe in you? And it's kind of you that made a mess of life. That's kind of what we're talking about today. But I'm excited. I have Michael Anthony Mendoza with me today. And when I heard his story, I knew that God wanted that story given to you. Because there's some of you out there right now that need to hear exactly what we're talking about. So, Michael, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me today. Yeah. You're, you're a great, handsome young man. You Thank have you. everything going for you. You excited about Jesus, or did you start like that life that way, or not? You know, I think God had a plan for my life at a young age. Um, as a teenager, um, I've always had that type of uh, connection with God. You know, um, you know, uh, as a teenager, I was always getting into stuff, uh, sports, and then the parties and all that, um, such as marijuana and parties and stuff like that. But it wasn't until I first started attending church with my mother when she first got saved is when God really touched my life. And from there, he had a big impact on my life, and I was prophesied over, you know. And So how old were you at that time? I was a teenager. I was around 16 and a half, about and 17. And what was the prophetic word that God gave you that moment? Because there is a reason and a timing mm -hmm. when God does that. Yes, there is a reason and a timing. And I think you... I think it was around 18 where I got prophesied that I would be an evangelist and that I would reach souls on the street corners and the highways and byways. Um, I would say uh, gang members was one of my r real heart. My heart would go out. Now, why is your them. heart going out to gang members? Or was that a prophetic word? Were you in gangs before? No, I was not. But my, my biological father was, and he was in prison for over... A decade and he was in I think it was he was in um, gangs as well so I think that's why and I never met him never really talked to him never really was raised by him at all mm -hmm. so I just but in my heart you know I think God really wanted, wanted to reach those souls who were hurt and abused and gang members took them took them in and and wanted to be reached you know what I'm really hearing you say right now is that in the past at the time you were prophesied over and you connected with it because it was part of the past of your identity of the people that you wanted to help because of the real biological father that was not there for you in your life. Is that what I'm hearing? That's correct. So it's amazing how God puts those seeds together, even if everything is great now. Right. But then there is always those moments that it's being challenged. I, I remember my son, and um, he was about 19 years old. He was on fire for Jesus, Amen. getting ready for Moody Bible College. Right, right. Going there, leaving there shortly. And he stops in the middle of this Presbyterian church. It was a nice church, nothing wrong with it. And he stops the pastor while preaching. I wasn't there at the moment. I, that was not the church I usually attend it. Okay. And he stops the pastor in the middle and stands up, prophesizes, talks over the church, has no clue what he is doing, wow. and just says, this needs to stop. And then afterwards, I have the pastor of that church calling me, complaining about my son. <laughs> and I'm like, well, wait a minute, I wasn't there. And knowing my son, he would never do something like that unless there is a reason. Right. So God gave you a word. There was a reason for that. Mm. What did you do next? Well, I joined the military, 
you know, at a young age. I just graduated high school. I didn't know where to turn at the time because of my region, where I was in. A lack of vision? Uh, well, I wanted to travel the world. And uh -huh. so the military was a gateway out, you know. Okay. And so I joined the Army, and I was stationed. Uh, I went to boot camp in 2010. Tough, wasn't it? Uh, it was it was good. It was tough. How can you say they yell at you all the time, I've yeah. been told. Yeah, well. You liked it. I liked it. Yeah, I needed that structure, you know? Uh -huh. I needed that uh, manly father figure type of mentality. I get it. I get yeah, it. You wanted so to become a man. Yeah. Well, I was already a man. <laughs> I wanted to get to that, exceed, okay. exceed that okay. type of potential, you know? So and you go through boot camp. Did, you, did they station you somewhere after that? Uh, they stationed me in Hawaii, in Schofield Barracks. That was my first duty station. But I went to Fort Jackson as my boot camp. And then I went to AIT school in uh, Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri. Okay. And then I went to uh, Schofield Barracks, Hawaii, is where I was first stationed. Okay. Yes. And um, from there, uh, kind of just backslid in a way. Why? Uh, what was the moment? Because there is usually a, a crucial moment that you have that fork in the road. I'm going this way or that way. Right. What was that for you? Well, God's favors was on my life throughout basic training. And it was just nothing but favor, favor, favor. And I was working for the first commander, the first sergeant, and in operations, which is kind of unheard of for a private first class working in that type of realm. And so we would go out to the, um, to the fields and start operating and stuff like that. And um, I would just be f have favor on my life. But, you know, there's like a type of depression of being lonely, having to be a, only a single soldier and going back to the dorms every night. And I would just turn to alcohol, you know. And that's mm -hmm. where a slippery slope went downhill and got married too fast. And, and alcohol really took, a, took tro a, a, like a hold on my life. Um, when that happens, yeah. does it change you? Yes, it does. Does it change your personality? Does it change everything? Do you feel shame and guilt towards God that you actually go even to more alcohol? I've not lived that life, so I'm not able to share that. Right. But you have. So what happens when you try to take that control or that void in your life that you're trying to deal with? Well, um, alcohol is a medicine. You know, it's a mm. type of medicine. Okay. It's a stimulant. And it sustains you for that moment of time, wh whether you be mad or just want to have a good time. You know, but little do I know, that's when the devil comes into play. That's where he comes and lies and kills and destroys your future. And that's what he did. He got me kicked out of the military when I shouldn't have been kicked out. Because of your drinking problem? Because of my drinking problem and me having to go to a, a type of army rehab. It was an army substance abuse program. It's called ASAP. Uh -huh. And uh, little did I know, I thought I, had uh, I thought I had control over the situation, right? I thought We I could all do. We all do. I thought uh -huh. I could talk to my counselor. She, she was open about ah. it. But I ended up revealing, hey, you know, I drank a beer last night thinking it was okay. And oh, no. she ended up telling, I guess I, I wasn't able to be honest with her because I wasn't able to tell her that. But I w one I beer is not that big of a deal, is it? I thought, it was a tr I thought we had a trust, right? And so uh. she ended up telling my uh, company and that's when they told me I failed no, ASAP. I want to know more about that. Do you want to find out more? When do you get dismissed from the Army? And what are the issues? And how do you pick your life back up when it goes from bad to worse? Stay tuned.
Barb TV is all about you getting the needs met that you have. Satan wants to steal, kill, and destroy your life, but Jesus wants to give you the abundant life. How do we do that? We have guests with stories, and God wants to do the stories again in your life. He wants to change your life, He wants to improve your life, and He wants you to have all the benefits. So you, they dismissed you just because you trusted the counselor, which you fought, and just for one beer? No, there was multiple problems in, uh. in AWOL. They added a lot of it, which was going AWOL, which is a big deal in the military. You can't, you cannot go AWOL in the what military. What does AWOL mean? You know, I'm Absence without leave. Ah. And uh, I was on extra duty at the time, and you know, I was fed up, and I just ended up rebelling. I just took off, and just, she said, you know, and I went to my ex-wife's mother-in-law. Or my mother-in-law, my ex-wife's mom. Okay. And I went to their house trying to hide out for about a week until they ah, came. Ah, that's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. that's a big deal. But so Hawaii was a little island. They ended up finding me. They knew where I was. <laughs> you should do that at a place where it's bigger, you know. Well, never mind, never mind. Yeah. So, but yeah. all right, so you get kicked out of the army. Got kicked so out of the now army. there is shame probably, there is guilt. And now you have to pick up your life. And if I would have been you that moment, and I was already drinking that couple of beers, that's where I would most likely have turned to, to numb the pain. Right. You know, it sounds like you had relationship issues, you know, and, 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 and everything seems to fall apart. Did you scream out that moment that, God, where are you? Or did you run to the bottle even harder? I went to the bottle even harder. Ah. Yeah, but knowing, I knew God was in around me i knew he was in control but at the same time i was like hiding under a skirt of darkness in a way what is that skirt sense. of darkness like because i'm sure you're not the only one i i would say it would be like i'm almost a maze and a rat like a rat or almost like you're trying to hide when you can't hide but you the devil's like oh come over here so i can uh sustain you over here oh can i sustain you over here and so you're always blanketed with a, a blanket of darkness but God's always watching you. He, he always, and if you're his child, he loves you and he will stricken you. But, but I have a question, because you know, that used to be me, you know? Yes. I, I, I divorced my husband and, and all that stuff. And it was like I was constantly running from something. And I knew the peace was here, but I would go that way, try to mm. prove myself. Or there was that something out there. I never had looked at it of that darkness, but you were right. Yes. Never even thought of that. Mm. So what did you do to escape the blanket of darkness? Did you try to change environments or, or move to other areas to turn it around? Y yes, I relocated back to California just because I, was, I wasn't gonna live in Hawaii and I brought my truck over. So, and that's when I went to California and I brought my wife back. Things didn't work out within a year. She went back to Hawaii. I didn't want to stay in my area, um, Sacramento, Galt area. Mm -hmm. I moved to Texas for about six months, and me and my wife ended up getting back together, and I went back to Hawaii. Wow. Yes. But Hawaii was where the problem was all to begin with. Exactly, and that's where things went a little bit more worse. Yeah, and so that's when, but me and my wife, we got a place within a month of me coming back, and we tried to work things out. Um, there was just problems with her family, her brothers, and we were not getting along, and you know, I was working and trying to pay rent. Mm -hmm. And so just things kept falling apart one by one. So I just ended up leaving, leaving her. 
gracefully. Okay. And then from there, I went back to California uh, not too long ago, 2016. And then I was still carrying that burden of alcohol. Why is it that it has such a power over a human being? You think it is demonic? There is a demonic realm in it. Because I, I don't believe there's anything wrong with drinking one beer or a glass of wine. I personally don't drink, but just one beer or right. a glass of wine is not a big deal. But there is something that that... It triggers you. Is, there is something there. Right. Yeah, well, alcohol, it triggers me to keep drinking. And, you know, and then from there, it re relays over for me for the next day. And the next day, and then it's just, a, it's just a binge, almost like a binge. And so that's what it's done to me. Because it cost you your marriage, it cost you it the cost army, marriage, it cost my you... truck, I just, you know, it, co it cost me my truck. It, you it, were driving with a DUI? Yes, I just, yes. So you lost everything? I lost everything. And yet, it's that moment when you hit ground. You hit rock bottom, really. When you finally get that wake-up call, whoa, I need to change something. What was that moment for you that God said, I am here, when are you turning to me? I've been waiting. Well, God was calling, had a calling on my life, and I just had prayer warriors praying for me, you know. Uh, my pastor was praying for me relentlessly. My mother was praying for me rel relentlessly, you know. And I would get sick after drinking too much alcohol. And then I <laughs> Praise and Jesus. get night terrors, <laughs> really. I get night terrors. I couldn't sleep at night. You know, I would be attacked by the enemy. In um, what way were you attacked? What, what happened that was that moment, you know? I, I, didn't you say something that there was a witch sitting on top of you? Yes, there was, um, this is the night where I finally gave up alcohol. And that night, uh, there was a um, demonic realm in, in my room. Mm -hmm. And this is something I've never seen before in my life. Because the way it looked, it was almost like a 3D type it's of real spiritual stuff. realm. Yeah. You know? And it was a witch, and she was cloth in black and gray and green in a, in a way but she was hovering over me and she was hovering me long enough for me to look into her eye and she caught my eye and and in that instant i was yelling at the time but I, it, it was like she wanted me to see her face to face in her eye and we locked eyes and i would look at movies netflix you know i would look at other stuff on youtube and things that were because i always was fascinated with health testimonies and I would look that up on YouTube a lot and just Oh boy, just now you got it them. firsthand. Yeah, firsthand, Barb. And that's what really traumatized me. And I called out to God and said, you know, I do not want to, I want to be delivered. And I couldn't sleep for two weeks after that. And it wasn't until I became Wait, you sober. couldn't sleep because of fear? Or you couldn't of sleep of afraid it was going to come back? Or? Fear is what grasped me the most, was the spirit of sleeping, of having to go to sleep, knowing that that... So the Satan got that power over you, basically, because of your identity crisis by not right. knowing who you were at that time to Correct. say, stop Satan, enough, out, now. Right. You're right. And, and if you're not serious, he, he'll know. You know, the enemy oh, yeah. knows he'll know. if you're not serious. And that's when I had to call on God and ask for protection, call on angels and call. And there's more to that? I yes. want to hear that in a minute. Are you in that spot right now that you are stuck and you're afraid, you're afraid, the demonic at, are just attacking you, they're messing with you, and you can't even sleep at night? I want you to call us because God never tended for you to live in that kind of fear. 855-515-5550 or go to barbtv.org because God wants you free just like he got Michael free. Stay tuned, find out when God gets a hold of you how it turns around.
Peace is beautiful. However, finding peace is not always easy. But the result when you get there is life-changing. Are you ready to dream bigger, pray bigger, believe bigger, and live bigger? If you want to break free from dull Christianity and transform to a vibrant, active believer, what are you waiting for? Dare to Believe Big teaches you to believe like never before. It is time to grow, evolve, and expand. Discover four words that can transform your life. Are you ready to build a relationship with God? God has incredible plans for you. It is an exciting opportunity, and you can live each day with a high expectation of what God will do next. Don't wait any longer and sign up for your new free membership. Sign up now and get a free gift at daretobelievebig.com. So Michael, that moment was the moment, I believe God allowed that moment with that witch in your room and, and they seem to be very active at night. So for you not to be able to sleep at night, that makes sense. Right. But yet, do you understand now where you're at? What was the change? Did you become a God fighter seeker that moment? Or because all of a sudden there is a motivation here, right? Yes, there is a motivation. Uh, wanting to be saved, wanting to go to heaven, knowing that there is hell that either you take this road or that road and so that's where I had to come down to the, the word says choose this day whom you're gonna serve and I just had to come to reality that hell is real afterlife and so is oh, yeah. heaven and so that's where I came down to my um, you know nits and grits and wanting to get down to business with the Lord and say hey you know I want to serve you father God I want to take my life and dedicate it to you um, take anything that is not of you any relationship that is not of you out of my out of my path and let me serve you faithfully father and that's what i prayed you know and uh one thing else is when i was in hawaii i tried to reach out to the lord to a church and you know it was it was an awesome experience this one only went one time and it was in a group meeting it was nothing but uh uh sisters in christ right mm -hmm. and um they had this uh they had the armor of god almost in a prayer and it was laminated and they we they all said it one by one, you know, it went around and they gave it to me and I still have it till today. And it's the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, the shoes of peace, the shield of faith, and the sword of God, covered in all prayer and supplication. And I apply that to my life every morning when I wake up and it's been such a blessing and such a miracle and such a protection over my life. Whether I go to work, or whether I'm driving, or wh whatever I'm doing, I know His protection is upon my life. Mm -hmm. And that's what I need. If, cause right now, that's what you need, that armor of God. That's what I, exactly and, uh, what I Thomas need. Thomas Weisenhunt just shared uh, a show ago uh -huh. uh, last week about once you put that armor off, Hallelujah. Uh, on, never take it off. Glory to God. So now your job is to keep it. On. I think that is great. Now, the, the interesting part is uh, you've been clean now, which is, you know, I was clean from bulimia. You've been clean now for how long? I've been clean for now s about two and a half months. That is fantastic. Yes. And what people are thinking on moments like that, well, yes. he has to prove it to me. Uh, right. It's just funny stuff. And what I am saying to you is ignore those people. Don't worry about those people because once you've got it, You've got it, and I believe you will not pick that bottle up again. I think you're free because God will set you on those corners, but I think it's going to be much bigger than that, mm -hmm. like I already told you. And the Lord gave me a word that I want to share with you. Awesome. Glory so, to God. 
uh, if I put my Bible right side up. I love so, how you have your Bible right here, ready to go. <laughs> we got to do that. So it's out of the book of James, and it says this in starting at verse 5. And if anyone longs to be wise, ask God for wisdom, and he will give it. He won't see your lack of wisdom as an opportunity to scold you over your failures, but he will overwhelm your failures with his generous grace. You've experienced that. That's where you're at. So don't let anybody tell you differently. Just make sure you ask empowered by confident faith without doubting that you will receive. For the ambivalent person believes one minute and doubts the next. That was you in the past. Right. That is not you now. Believing undecided makes you become like the rough seas driven and tossed by the wind. Mm, you know all about that. True. And yet that testimony that you have had will connect with the people at the street corners. Right. Because that is now where you were, but where they are. Mm. So you have to now start saying, Lord, who do I stop for? And help me not to be busy to recognize it. Amen. All right? All right. You are up one minute and tossed down the next. When you are half-hearted and wavering, it leaves you unstable. Those are the people you're going to minister to that. Are you catching this? Yes. Can you really expect to receive anything from the Lord when you're in that condition? Did God give you? He still gave you, but there was a reason you had to change, right? He redeemed me, amen. The believer who is poor still has reasons to boast, for he has been placed on mm -hmm. high. But those who are rich should boast in how God has brought them low. Aren't you doing that on the show today? <laughs> And humbled them, for all their earthly glory will one day fade away like a wildflower in the meadow. For as the scorching heat of the sun causes the petals of the wildflower to fall off and lo lose its appearance of beauty, so the rich in the midst of, of their pursuit of wealth will wither away. If your faith remains strong, you have strong faith, Michael. Even while surrounded by life's difficulties, you will continue to experience Experience the untold blessings of God. True happiness comes as you pass the test with faith and receive the victorious crown of life promised to every <laughs> lover of Amen. God. Glory to God. You know, it's almost like when James wrote this, it was already prophesied over your life. Wow. Are you looking at that? Are you seeing what God wants to That's give you right now? I love that. It is amazing. Go check that out later. Thank you and so much. And go see not yourself as who you were, but start seeing God now and what God has given you as those that you're ministering of those people on the street corners Hallelujah. where you were. You see, one people will speak life in you and the other will speak death in you. And what I want to encourage you to say is when people say it's only a month and a half, I'm not so sure if you can make it. You're going to say, I don't receive that because I have a mighty God. So you say you have the gift of evangelism. So I am giving you now an opportunity. Why don't you evangelize for a moment to those 161 countries that we're in that want to connect and hear what you have to say? Amen. Do I stare in that camera right there? Absolutely. To those who are lost, to those who have a problem with alcohol, to those who have been through a divorce or a marriage crisis, I encourage you to be hopeful and be glad in the Lord and take courage that God has a plan for you. Uh, he restored my life for this divine purpose to share with you. Call on the name of the Lord and you shall be saved. So be encouraged and I speak life over you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Now I want you to dig deeper. 
right from the Holy Spirit deeper. And now I don't want you to say what you've been taught. Now I want you to say what God is laying on your heart. Well, I want to say that those who are in sexual trafficking and uh, those who are into um, gangs and abuse in this time and era that we're living in, I just want to reach those souls right now across the world who are going through a crisis. I want to ask for you to have faith in God and believe on the Word of God and be encouraged that your life has a purpose and you, shall, you will be saved if you call on the name of the Lord. So Michael, why don't you lead him to the Lord right now? Show him how to do that. It's as easy as ask, believe, and confess. Ask and believe and confess. Well, it says, the, the Word of God says, if you believe with your heart, you shall receive salvation. So, it, just ask God right now. Just pray. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I ask you to come into my life right now. Forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of my trespasses. Forgive those who have sinned against me. And lead me not into temptation, but deliver me from the evil one. Ask him to come into your heart and change your eternal path for his name's sake. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank amen. you. And thank you for being on the show with us of today. Of course, Barbara. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. You know, that's what it's all about. It's not just a job to get it perfect, even if he did a perfect job, Michael, right now. It is so you start connecting with truth and what God has for you. If you just made that decision, I encourage you to contact us, 855-515-5550, or go to barbtv.org and know this, that joy that I just felt where Michael was praying, I know you did too. I know you felt that tinkling of the Holy Spirit. Hold on to that. And I challenge you to say, I want more. I want more. Next week, we have another episode with The Real Deal. And reality is what we're all about. So if you have a story that we need to hear, will you contact us? And I just want to pray a quick blessing over you right now. So Lord, I pray, give those people, give those people right now, Lord, that just received Jesus. Give them the vision. Fill them up, Holy Spirit. Put your fire inside of them right now. And help them to see that you are bigger, Lord, than their problems. So my dear friend, I pray for you right now. I commend angels around you and I pray right now in the name of Jesus know that nothing is impossible with God God bless there's been so many times I was just bored with Christianity and heard the same thing over the salvation message and blah 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 and there's a point you say I'm done I want more there's a big difference though with just salvation or with baptism when you accept Jesus in your heart you become a child of God. Life, show me how to do this. And He will. When you rest in Him, you will actually go faster as when you try to do this in your own effort.